Hi-ho, Tudor-minded people. It's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The expression I share with you this week is tiring room. Such an expression I do not expect you to know, dear Tudor-files, for it is a rare term used in the theatre. And the tiring room is where the actors don their costumes that transform them into kings and beasts. Often they wait in this room to enter upon the stage and spin their magic. Tudophiles, you no doubt have never stepped foot in the magical place that is the tiring room. And indeed, I had not, until one day my brother, the patron of the Lord Chamberlain's men, and I attended a performance of the captivating theatrical Hamlet, Richard Burbage played the role. Have you noted him? Such voice, such humanity. I believe that in the most empirical fashion, he may be counted among the finest of actors. As I sat with my brother, he did receive a note. Richard Burbage himself wished my brother's thought on his performance. I know my brother well, and he loves a play, but he does not distinguish. He sighed and rolled his eyes. And I offered to him the great favour of going to Burbage myself. I would tell Burbage my thoughts and my brother would be spared. And off I took myself to the tiring room. And fellows, he was there, an actor. So his face was quite expressive. For he uses it, I would say, for expression. And an actor often has a diverting presence. "'Tis nothing. Into my hand he put some pages. "'These are lines for a king called Lear. "'I would know your thoughts on them. "'I would have given them to your brother, "'but as you are here, I would have your thoughts, "'for I see by your eye you are a woman of wit. "'Indeed, I felt he tried to tempt me, a lady. "'My heart beat with rage, and I scattered the pages dramatically.' It was very satisfying to see his disheartened face. Get thee hence unto the stage. I would not have the tiring room a place of wanton heat. I am a lady. And he bowed prettily and made amends. And I did note his very soft eye. Oh, he is a man. Tiring room. How now, Tudor Files, what think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word and listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. So diverting. And I pray you tell a ningle and ring the little YouTube bell. La, 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 la. Tudor Files, thank you for listening. Every one of you has the wit of Rosalind and the heart of Cordelia. And don't be shy about writing to Philadelphia on YouTube or suggesting words because we love hearing from our listeners. How do you spell our Tudor phrase this week, Philadelphia? It is spelled T-I-R-I-N-G-R-O-O-M. And the modern equivalent of this phrase would be a green room where the actors prepare to go on stage. In the period, they often used tiring house as well. So either tiring room or tiring house. Actors like this forgettable Richard Burbage. Oh, did I tell you I saw him myself? I myself? In the tiring room at the Globe Theatre? Did I mention it? You might have mentioned it. 
Richard Burbage was by all accounts a compelling actor. He played Lear and Pericles, Romeo and Richard III, and his Hamlet. Oh, did I mention I met Richard Burbage in the tiring room? I think he might have caught Philadelphia's eye, even though he is but an actor. Oh, indeed, no. Though I hear merchants do regard what he has brought to London, while our theatre may not be as luxurious as the Italian theatres, it is a great entertainment, and this Richard Burbage's father has had more than a mickle of luck when it comes to the theatre business. And the actor Burbage is an owner and a great leading man. Well, maybe he gets such great parts because he has so many shares in the theatre. I do not know. Well, Philadelphia won't commit, but when he died, some admirers wrote some pretty fine words to describe his ability. One wrote, when his part he acted, sent each passion to his heart, would languish in a scene of love, then look pallid for fear. But one revenge he took, recall his blood when enemies were nigh, grow big with wrath and make his buttons fly. Not sure making your buttons fly we would consider a real acting ability at this point, but <laughs> there's so much passion in his heart. The buttons just pop off. <laughs> but there's no question. That is some high praise. It seems he was much more than just an owner. Did you say when he died? He died? Has he died? In the 1600s, Philadelphia. It was 500 years ago. He was a player for all his life, Philadelphia. He didn't die until something like 1632. In one pamphlet that uses our word of the week, he was described as a delightful Proteus, so wholly transforming himself into his part and putting off himself with his clothes as he never, not so much as in the tiring house, assumed himself again until the play was done there being as much difference betwixt him and one of our common actors as between a ballad singer who only mouths it and an excellent singer. The thing about not assuming himself again until the play was done, that's like modern acting, like staying in character. It's kind of interesting that he did that. Philadelphia, are you all right? But why? Why should such a man have to die? I, it seems a sin. He had his moment on this earth, and he was very fortunate. It was an amazing moment. I believe I must return to my time period. What if this Richard Burbage is waiting for me in the tiring room? I definitely think you should go check. Oh, dear Ninglegate, shall I? Oh, yes, I shall. But take heed to defiles. Bring some 16th century source to your vocabulary with tiring room where you may meet an actor. But if you speak to him, I will call you a miscreant. It is very unwise to speak with an actor. They will try to bedazzle you. It is so. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Music